Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Okay, the song that was used during that uh, photo shoot scene. Right. Yes. But, uh, what's it going on? Going through a show. Going through a show now. Where did that come from? How did that come to be? Okay, uh, one of the investors that Judd Hamilton brought in was a music producer who one of the groups that he had was Kid Creole and the Coconuts. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a band modeled after, there was a bigger band. King Creole and the Coconuts was sort of a, 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 a copy of that, of, the, okay. of this much more popular band. Okay. And uh, uh, anyway, so um, he gave us uh, five songs for $50 each. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you own the rights to that song? No, just to use in the movie. Oh, just to oh. okay. Just yeah, yeah, we couldn't okay. use it in soundtrack or anything, but oh, okay. you know, okay. fifty bucks. I mean, a, a song—that's pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and it's that's perfect great. timing to that song. I always love that it's a little, little foreshadowing. We're going to a showdown. I never thought of it, but yeah, that's well, good. Yeah. I just think it was—I don't know—it's just so—it's just again the juxtaposition of that. Yeah, you know, what you're you're hearing the the, the score and everything beforehand, yeah. and all of a sudden, bounce, 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 bounce. What else you got? Oh, I got many things. Well, because I like to I like to jump around a little bit. So jump away. So the remake. Yes. You're a producer of that film. Um, I like it. I like the remake. I love the original. Why do you think some of us like both, though? Why do you think that remake works when so many horror fans hate other remakes? Well, to be honest, my credit as producer is an honorary credit. I, I really had no hand in producing. I was on the set mm-hmm. literally one day. Uh-huh. I was on the set. I, saw, I, I licensed the rights to, for them to make a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it, they wanted to give me a producer credit and some other credit they gave me on there. Yeah. And um, it was so that I would be associated with it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and then I was invited to the premiere in Cannes. <laughs> and uh, that was the extent of my work. You got a trip to Cannes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was on the red carpet. I was on French television. It was pretty cool. Wow. That yeah. was pretty cool. But the highlight of the evening was... Uh, uh, after the movie was over, uh, the audience gave it a standing ovation, and I, I, I stood up, and I looked behind me, and about six rows behind me was Sha- Sasha Gray, 
the porn star, and I, <laughs> and I lock eyes with her, and I said, oh my God, my computer has come alive. <laughs> <laughs> and I locked eyes, and, and she came to the after party, and I was Aww. so delighted, and she was so sweet. <laughs> Did she sign anything for you? I wasn't thinking about an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sign your computer screen or, yeah? No, You're no. right. Good point. <laughs> yeah, that was my involvement. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. I like yours more, but it's not a bad film. Well, I, I didn't think it was a bad film. I, I was, my only disappointment mm -hmm. was when Elijah got hired, I really thought they should have abandoned the POV idea because you have a world-class actor. Right. I want to see him. That's a really good point. Uh, that was that was my only that was my only disappointment. Uh, secondarily, I thought they not shooting it in New York. L.A. looks clean everywhere mm. you put a look, camera. Yeah. And it just looked too pristine and too mm -hmm. too nice. Yeah. The major thing for me was the not seeing enough of Elijah Wood. Okay. Mm -hmm. Really That's good a really actor. Good point. He is. Yeah. So back and to a heck of a nice guy, by the way. Yeah, is he? Yeah. And he's a horror fan. No, oh, yeah. yeah. So No, we we, we became yeah. we became friendly after the movie. Okay. And uh, well, we went for lunch on the movie, that's when I met him. Yeah. But um afterwards I you know, we would run into each other and it was you yeah. know, it was it was uh yeah, we became friendly. Uh back to the original film. Yes. There's a scene there that reminds me of something like you'd see from um uh, like a, a Fulci film. And that's the end when he's at his mother's grave. And when she comes out and, and reaches for him. Yeah, but that was a ripoff of but, Carrie. That wasn't yeah. more of Carrie? <laughs> yeah. But it, it just seemed more like it was more of uh, something you'd see yeah, from it. The Fulci vibes. You know, house yeah. by a cemetery kind of thing yeah. with the, the zombie and the, yeah. you know, I don't know, that kind of fair, thing. Fair, Whereas Carrie's just a, a hand or whatever. True, you know? yeah. true. That reminded me that's more true. of a... Well, I, I just I love like it because maybe it was yeah. a combination, but the the beat was the I called it the carry beat. Right, okay. the ca it was the carry beat, but um, and it worked. No, yeah. oh, I used great. to love to stand in the back of the theater and watch the <laughs> the audience jump. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. please, please, mommy, please, please don't lock me in the closet. Mommy has to punish you. I, and I love, actually, I love Joe's reaction to it. I think it's just so cool that, like, just kind of that sobbing he does after, oh. he, after he realizes it's just a vision or whatever, you know, yeah. and that sobbing that he does is just so good. That's another time where he twists the knife and you're like, why do I feel bad? Exactly. Yeah, but you do. For that guy. Yeah. And, then, and then from there, of course, it culminates, so he goes home, and then that's where the epic... Uh, oh. I love it. Even though I've <laughs> the seen women it, come back. Even though I've seen it so many times, I just wait for that moment when they all turn on. I love it. Yeah. That yeah. must have been clever. So the, you you didn't have any. You, I'm guessing you didn't have any second unit in this film, like to do anything. It was just you guys no. going. So all the effects were done by you. You, know, you were all there on set. Actually, I think the only second unit was Andy Garoni shooting the New York skyline. Okay. From New Jersey. No. Oh. From his father's apartment, okay. he was shooting the skyline. <laughs> we needed a sunrise. We needed a uh -huh. a nighttime, and yeah. he took the camera. That was the only time I wasn't there. Weren't there? Yeah. Okay. So to, to shoot that scene with where he's getting the arm chopped off and the yeah. stomach oh, stabbed in the head. Yeah. Ball so I know. Apart. So I'm just saying, how how long did it take to do that? Was that a? It was a long day. Okay. It was a very long day, and my crew quit on me. 
really? Yeah. Um, they, uh, uh, yeah, they just said, you know, this is not right. We're working into 20 some odd hours. And I said, guys, I got to be out of the studio and I got no choice. I got to finish the scene. Mm-hmm. And um, so there was some shots there that I had to actually sh- shoot it myself and Andy Garoni with a skeleton crew. We were shooting it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, they, um, they didn't think we knew what the hell we were doing, okay. to be honest. And they were working where their overtime was def- what's called a deferment, meaning mm-hmm. they weren't getting paid. Then it, they were going to get paid later on down the road. And, and all these people had worked on movies that promised to pay them later. Right. And they never, never did. did. <laughs> we did. Okay. Every, everybody got paid. Every every because the movie was successful. Right. Every every one of those people and and you know, but they all thought at the time when we were making the movie, like, what the fuck, these guys? Don't, they don't know <laughs> they what paid. they're doing. Yeah. They don't know. They're clueless as to what they're doing. Wow. So, no. uh, I'd love to ask you a little bit about the poster. I love that poster. I know. Are you? How involved were you with? Not that? at all. Not at all. I I was called to the um, now. Uh, our distributor on the U.S. distributor on Maniac was a company called Analysis Film Corporation. They were really the Miramax of their day. They were distributing art house movies, and Maniac was their first genre film. Oh, okay. The two guys running it, you can call them. They were. They, they, you could have called them the Weinstein's, <laughs> because they were. They were two guys, friends from Long Island who were totally nuts. They, when we go into their office, uh, think Scarface. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine everywhere? Cocaine everywhere. (laughs) You know, they would have uh, whose dick is bigger than the other contest. They would have, you know, that that was their form of entertainment, you know? Wow. And they were like really, they were really nuts, but you know, you know, Joe used to come to my office and go, well, my office was at the time was about three blocks from theirs. Joe would come over first to my place and he'd go, well, I'm going to go over to analysis. We're going to have a marketing meeting. <laughs> I know why he was going there. <laughs> you know, was no secret. Marketing of course. Yeah, he's having a yeah. marketing meeting. He's having yeah. a marketing meeting. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, um, one day I get a call from the guys that go, we have the poster. We have the artwork. You gotta come and see it. I come, I come to their office. I look at this. I go, oh my god, because there would never been a poster like that. I mean, the guy has an erection in his pants. It's so it's clear yeah. as day right. with a knife next to it. Yeah, and it's and you know he's standing in a pool of blood and a scalp, and he's got it, a scalp yeah. in it, and it's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I really didn't know what to make of it, and I had nothing to do with it. I never met the artist, although I wish I had. I never oh. met the artist who did it, and uh, and it was just a it it, it was it, the, it was like a lightning rod. <laughs> they had created the lightning rod that gave Maniac its reputation. Yeah, because mm-hmm. with that poster, he pissed. They pissed off everybody. <laughs> There, there was nobody they didn't piss off. <laughs> they pissed off the critics. Yeah. They pissed off everybody you can imagine. The theater owners. They pissed <laughs> off because uh, the theater owners wouldn't put the poster up right. in front of their theaters. They, their, their reasoning was 
we have to live here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And and it was just controversy over controversy because of that poster. Wow. And uh, but it gave the film the longevity. I think it gave yeah. that that extra momentum to the film. I oh, was I was gonna say with the controversy too. Did you have people like cussing you out in the streets? Cussing? Moms? I got. I actually got letters of death threats. No. Yeah. Wow. Coming to the office. <gasps> because yeah. of the poster or the but movie? The whole no, because of the whole thing. Okay. I mean, the poster was the. But here's the here's the twist. And it's on the it's on the uh, the Blu-ray the Blu-ray that's on Blue Underground of Maniac. There is a disc of extras, mm -hmm. and one of the extras is a woman. Oh. oh, here it is. You got it in this shot. Maniac. I also can put it like yeah. right here between you. Yeah, we can make it. It'll okay. get big. There. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> since we're talking about, it, I'll give yeah. it to Freddie here. Give it here. to Freddie there. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, there was a woman, a uh, young woman, uh, in front of a movie theater on Hollywood Boulevard holding up the ad for the movie. And, uh, and she had a press conference. She hadn't seen the movie. She was saying, this is a, a, a movie that shows how women can get stalked and killed every day. And, and you know, she's showing, she was part of the National Organization of Women. Okay. A year or so later, she was being arrested for being an accomplice to a murder. Hypocrite. <gasps> yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. That occurred, by the way, before her standing before out the, there. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, she had, uh, with her boyfriend, she was posing as a prostitute, and her boyfriend would, would rob the Johns. Huh. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Horror movie opened tonight in Hollywood officially and all over the Los Angeles area. There's a lot of controversy over this one, which is why we're paying attention to it. Feminists in particular have said that this is a film that promotes harm to women. Anne Martin has more on it right now. Anne. Christine, the movie is Maniac, and the billboards themselves are pretty gruesome. Moviegoers tonight told me the plot is, a man who hated his mother goes out and kills women. Besides the billboard, the picture is also advertising as the movie the LA Times wouldn't run ads for. Now, President Eleanor Smeal had this reaction to the billboard. All I can say is, is that when you talk about violence towards women and brutality, this just typifies it. And I think that it is uh, shocking and it contributes to the injury of women. Just goes to show you, we said it a hundred times, the people who, the horror community, the people that are here, you know, are typically the most well-adjusted and oh, best nice, people in the world. People, it's all yeah. the wackos who don't understand horror and typically are causing the problem. Well, uh -huh. I mean, look, you know, every time I see, like, you know, like Mike Pence on TV, you know, condemning gay people and stuff. I always say, okay, the clock starts now as to when he's going to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's true, though. Yeah, countdown to when he's going to get caught. Get, get, yeah. get caught. Yeah. yeah. With an underage. Yeah. Uh, yeah and exactly. his wife, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see, I could see a real hot couple there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real horror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you know that Freddy was the son of a hundred maniacs? Oh, really? Okay. Oh, no, no one? Seriously, I get nothing out of that? No, I think it, no, I thought it was great. Okay. I thought it was great. That's part three, people. Part three. <laughs> part three. <laughs> but besides all the bad stuff, I bet you got lots of nice letters too, and no. lots of people. No. no nothing. <laughs> Nobody told you I was so I want to be a filmmaker because no. of your movie. No. Nope. Nothing. No. Nope. No. Nope. No, they didn't like it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Maniac. Maniac didn't become 
The tie turned on Maniac, I would say, probably, for some reason, about 10 years ago. Really? I found maybe a little bit more, maybe 15 years ago. The tie turned on Maniac, and suddenly what had been this, had been, you know, strongly criticized in every imaginable way, suddenly started to get more favorable reviews. Hmm. And I've seen a shift, and it's been interesting. And now it's almost, uh, you know, it's like it gets shown at the Cinémathèque Française in France and hmm. right. gets shown in prestigious museums. And yeah. it was shown recently, the, uh, you know, the Museum of the Moving Image in New York. And I'm like, wait, you're really calling up for Maniac to show at this museum and that? And yeah. Yeah, it's, it got shown at the... Um, in France, uh, December, I would have been, I was invited. Yeah. But for the fact I, I fractured my ankle, oh. I was gonna, be, there's a cinema called the Max Linder Cinema in Paris, which is like, you know, the big art house theater. Mm -hmm. And they were gonna show, they did show Maniac, but without me there. Mm. But I was gonna be on stage and. Do like a Q and A. Yeah, and, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know, suddenly the movies become this kind of somewhat respectable, I hate to say. <laughs> you hate to say, yeah. It's always fun being underground, but well, I kind of thought we were punk, you know. Yeah, punks. We were punk. <laughs> we were like yeah. the equivalent of the the Ramones and the and the Clash and right. all of that. You know, we kind of. But it always goes mainstream once the yeah. people, you yeah. know, because they want to be they want to be punks too. Maybe. So then they get their hands on it. Maybe, but I also think it's a period of filmmaking where there were no rules. Mm-hmm. And you had movies like Dawn of the Dead, and you had movies like Maniac and Chainsaw Massacre and Evil Dead, and you know, yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, the, the the movies today still are more. They may show more blood and gore, and they may have you know bigger effects and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but there was something visceral about the movies in the period of the '70s and. The, you know, mm -hmm. uh, when you think back to those classic horror films, there was a, a visceral aspect to those films, and Maniac definitely has that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's something uh, you just somehow don't feel that today. Right. You may enjoy it superficially, mm -hmm. but you don't have that same reaction. You know, like the like the rule book is gone. You know, anything can happen. Right. right. You know, we go to see these movies in that period. You didn't know what you were in for. You know, right. and now you kind of can figure it out. Yeah. yeah you know, you kind of know the ending before it's, the movie starts. Wow. Yeah, I was going to ask if you keep up with the horror coming out today. I see everything. Yeah. Are you still. I mean, Neil can like? tell you. Yeah. Who do you like that's out now making horror movies? What was the last good one you saw? Well, I'll tell you. Um, the last great one that I saw was Night Shifter. A lot about that. Yeah, the Brazilian yeah. movie. Yeah, great movie. Okay, really, really clever, clever and scary as hell. I saw it, and I don't get scared that easily. I, right. I was watching. Boy, that movie is creepy. Ooh, that good. movie is really creepy. Did you ever hear from filmmakers then, at some point after the film was released, about this film was? Wonderful, great! It, did, it, it helped me do something. At any time, I mean, some have must have come on, like Eli Roth, or yeah. some people must Eli, have said this film is. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino was a big fan okay. yeah. of Maniac. Uh, he told me that <laughs> I had given him the, the laser disc of the movie back then. Laser disc in the oh, yeah. in the '90s was a 
was the, I had one was the was was the primo <laughs> format, and he was dating Mira Savino, and he sh and he showed her Maniac, and he was telling he was telling me with glee how she reacted to it, <laughs> which was what uh, pretty horrified, really. miserable, <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty horrified. Yeah, I think I think Quinn had his taxi driver moment with her, you know, uh, <laughs> taking it, taking it, showing watching her the laser disc of Maniac. That's funny. Um, and Eli, and it was, you know, and and uh, Stephen King mm -hmm. was was very complimentary about the picture, and uh, and I've had this guy just recently, the the Japanese director of Meet. Um, Midnight Meat uh, Train. Meat train. Okay. Uh, he was like, he was like, really, really, you know, excited. You know, yeah. he's, I love Maniac. I love Maniac Cop, and mm. you know, really nice, nice people. You know, we have these Masters of Horror dinners, and. <laughs> And, I'm jealous. And, they always ask, "Get me in." Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Can, no. right. I'll like, I'll go pour wine at it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I can do that. Well, we keep it closed for a reason because we want to be able to talk candidly and. You know, and, and and not have any press or girlfriends and wives there. You know, you just and or boyfriends in the case of some people, and uh, we, uh, um, yeah. Anyway, so I get I get told. You know, a lot of a lot of people like Good. Maniac. Yeah. Good. It was it was an impressionable film for them. Right. There's a poster. I think it was one of the overseas posters for Hostel. Is a pretty good ripoff of the Maniac poster. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. And the guy even got a real erection for it. The whole deal, yeah, for the photo shoot. Oh, you're right. I remember. I you saw remember, that. Yes. I saw yeah. that poster. I yeah. don't. God, you know, I never, I never actually got it. I should have looked, seeked it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, Another one of those Stephen outright yeah. artists. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, when something's effective, and you want to. They want to. They want to homage. Hopefully, it's paying homage exactly yeah. to yeah. what it is. So, mm -hmm. you know, we haven't talked about yet, the fact that Bill's in the movie. Did let's, you know that? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Well, I'm only in there for like a second. It's, but, uh, it's like a minute. It was, uh, I'm the desk clerk. Yeah, that's what happens. That's just, no. this, is, this is how shitty you look. <laughs> <laughs> this is how shitty you look, uh, you know, 40 years later. Uh, I was 24 years old. Yeah, you're a real creep in that movie. Um, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I'm, I'm, let's put it this way. I'm a little tolerant of... Of some of the women's activities, but I'm not. I'm not. Well, at the end, you're kind of like, "What do you want, honey?" <laughs> or whatever, yeah, yeah, to the, to exactly. the, or something like that. To yeah. the, after they go upstairs, yeah. to the yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, they gotta pay the rent. Joining us for continental breakfast, I right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I threw that in. I the, loved uh, it. I loved it. But I'll tell you something. The thing about that was, Joe wanted me to be in the movie. He says, "You're gonna be in the movie." I go, "No, Joe, I don't want to be in the movie. You're gonna be in the movie. You're gonna be in the movie. You're gonna be the desk clerk." They're going to be the desk clerk. I go, no, Joe, come on. There's nothing there. He goes, so we're doing it. And Joe comes in. He's dead serious when he enters the scene. And he starts writing stuff. You know, like I give him the card to register. Mm -hmm. And he'll write stuff and turn it around. And with his, <laughs> dead, his face is like totally without anything. Yeah. And I'm reading something so stupid that he wrote on this thing. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Like, you know, suck my dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> he'd write on there. You know, he'd write the, all these things just to crack me up. Right. So we had to do take after take <laughs> after take. Because I kept cracking up. And the thing is, is I found the footage when we were doing the oh, new 4K. Well, um, I actually found the footage and every, every 
take at the end of the take I'd be laughing but I had no sound I had the picture but I had no sound oh man yeah so I didn't put it on the disc but it was uh, that's awesome yeah I'd be cracking oh, up he sounds like a really really cool guy like he would have been fantastic to he was insane get to work with look and... he was everybody loved him uh, even though at times everybody wanted to kill him mm. and he was just he lived life he was insane he was insane. He was uh, in, in a good way. I, I, in a good way. He was. He was crazy. Right. But he was. Uh, he was just a lot of fun. He was a. You know, at his funeral, what I remember us all saying, hmm. we're burying a million laughs because he uh. made us laugh. He made us laugh, and uh, you know, and everybody, everybody he worked with loved him, and I didn't realize how rare that is. When big stars will go out of their way, you know, to to come up to, to him, you know, Al Pacino, you know, they, they all love the guy. They just love him. Wow. Well, first they respected him as an actor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he was also the guy on the set who was the most fun. He'd wow. be the guy, you know, he would open the doors for the women. He would always be the, the you know, real gentleman. and. Yeah. You know, and he would he would talk to the Teamsters. They all loved him. Yeah. You know, he would go to the you know the Teamsters and yeah. joke yeah. around with them and and you know. Bill, uh, anything coming up that you want to talk yeah, about where can or we find you? yeah, or tell people what they can look at? Anything about Blue Underground? Maybe well, um, we have uh, uh, we just came out with New York Ripper, okay. which uh, for those of you who are fans of Maniac, I mean that's kind of a um, a maniac-like Lucio Fulci movie yeah. set in New York. We're working on now the restoration of House by the Cemetery, Ooh. the 4K restoration, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I'm uh, uh, working currently on the Maniac Cop um, uh, TV series. Wow, that'll be cool. That'll yeah. be awesome. Yeah, is that gonna be a Obviously, oh, similar similar storyline, I'm guessing. Just uh... it's a lot changed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, written by uh, Ed Brubaker and uh, 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 my friend uh, Nick Winding Refn is going to be directing, oh. as well as John Heim, who has the Black Sunday show on Netflix right now. Okay. Wow, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of talented people involved. That's gotta be. Okay extremely fulfilling when something you did 30 40 years circle. later yeah. someone wants to re remake it or redo it I'm, that's got to make you feel i would assume pretty good i have had <laughs> i've had my fair share of sequels and and remakes so i'm i'm happy about that my movie relentless spawned three sequels mm. wow. it's crazy yeah. yeah and uh but you know hey we're waiting so for Uncle, Uncle Sam too. We're, just, we're waiting for that yeah. one. Do you so. know I was offered to do Uncle Uncle Sam too? Oh, were you? Because <laughs> it was a big success on video. Yeah. Okay. And the company that put I have the video it behind on. you, by the way. I have Uncle right? Sam on VHS. Really? really? Uncle Sam yep. back. Oh. Okay. back there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and also had a lenticular cover, I think. The VHS? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The one we have doesn't, but. Oh well. I must have got the one from Walmart or something. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but anyway. Hey, well, thank you for inviting me down to this basement. To the basement. Thank you for coming. I think we'll promise to let you out if you promise to maybe come back again. I will come someday. back again. Yeah. And we'll have some better yeah. water for you. We'll have... Uh, throw me a 
Let Maybe me throw me a popcorn kernel for some nourishment on my way out. You got it. <laughs> Whatever it takes. All right, yeah. so Maniac, uh, 1980 film. Everyone, if you haven't seen, please go check it out. What um, are you doing with your life if you haven't seen this movie? Mm-hmm. Call yourself a horror fan? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. But uh, great film. Um, and again, we can't say enough about Joe Spinell and his acting in the film. Your directing. And to put a period on the on Joe Spinell. Yeah. What he what he said to me, he said one day while we were shooting, he goes, "Your direction." is making me lose my erection. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we fade to black. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Experience your favorite horror, comedy, and science fiction films of the 70s, 80s, and 90s on the big screen with the cult film series at Roxy 14. Double features Thursdays at 7 p.m. Visit us on Facebook for more information. Hey, so welcome back. We just had a nice conversation with Bill Lustig, and now here we are uh, finishing our pretzels. Yeah, pretzels all around. Pretzels. They're so great to eat. Yes, do you like hearing our crunch? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Mania, you do. Bill enlightened us with mm-hmm. some wonderful stories yes. about Joe Spinell mm-hmm. and the production and all kinds of cool stuff. So, now for our little editorial, if you will, of the film, I guess, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay. So, what, anything stand out for you? What, like, what, what is it about this film that you've watched several times? What makes you come back to it? That's a good question. Um, I think there's like. <laughs> <laughs> Very distracting. Sorry. No. <laughs> no, not um, at all. No. Please, can you hear you? Not more. Yeah. More. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let me stop you. <laughs> yes. I, so I think a lot of what I respond to in this movie is just the gritty kind of grossness of it. Um, to be honest, it's gory. It's 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 a time and a place that I didn't live, but I've heard about when New York was like this cesspool Mm -hmm. and this really scary place to be. And I feel like he really captured that kind of moment in time. Um, I'm fascinated by Frank as a character. Like, first of all, I love the performance. I think he's brilliantly acted. Yeah. But, and and now knowing how much of, like, he put into that too, just is really, really cool. But, um, like, where you, you do have a little bit of compassion for him, and you're still like, oh my gosh, this guy is a monster. But there's something really, a realness that comes through yeah. in that performance. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you, like you, like you said, it's just, you have this, uh, it's the compassion that you feel for him, yeah. even though he is, because uh, he is so clearly traumatized oh, and has God. these major mommy issues. Well, I mean, like, the moment it starts out and you see he has these scars on his chest and you're like, okay, well, that can't be good. And then you learn about, like, the horrible things he went through in his life and you're like, why do I feel bad? Why do I feel bad for this horrible person? You feel really, like, conflicted? Yeah. Yeah. And the way, just in this way, I mean, like you said, the grittiness, the fact that it was shot in 16 millimeter film, of course, gives it a gritty a gritty look when they blow it up to 35 oh, yeah. and then put it on, you know, Blu-rays and everything that it's on now, 4K copies and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it re- always retains that gritty look mm-hmm. um, and it just adds so much to it. Like you said, it's almost like you're peering into an actual, like a snuff film at sometimes. Yes, because yes, that's it exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it's really uncomfortable, but at the same time, you 
can't really look away, and you're like right. really compelled. There's that train wreck thing yeah. to be like, well, how far is this gonna go? Like, where is this guy gonna take this? Is he gonna be caught? Is he just gonna like keep murdering? Like, right. yeah. Yeah, and how graphic can they get it? I mean, yeah. again, I always go back to that awesome scalping scene in the beginning with, yeah, I mean, that's just like such a great scene <laughs> that it's just like, I mean, it's so <laughs> gross. It really holds up. It does. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. It's so wonderful. I mean, you can't, I yeah. couldn't think of anything that would be better than that these days. No. It yeah. makes me flinch just thinking well, about I'd, those uh, So I had never seen this movie before right. until just yes. now. Um, but when we had Lance on and we were talking about what's your favorite um, yeah. Tom Savini kill, you brought this up and I had no reference right you know, you know but that had always kind of stuck with me because mm. that was the first thing you you mentioned when when Lance asked you what's your favorite kill yeah. right um, by Tom Savini so uh yeah seeing it was <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh I get it yeah yeah now I yeah. now I know what he's talking about <laughs> yeah it's brutal and it was so cool though isn't it? then we hear Bill talk about the fact that that wasn't auditioned for him it was mm. like do the gag. We're right. just gonna film it, and he had full faith in Tom and his skills. Right. Whatever to make happens, it work. happens. Yeah, and yeah. it happened. Yeah. In, it wasn't even. It was in Tom's room, his own yes. apartment they bought yeah. for him. You know, his own flat, and how he was. Co- how crazy is this? Just did it in there, and, and this is like stuff I don't think that happens anymore. Like in filmmaking, oh, exactly. these like weird little magical things like that. Yeah. Well, but that's. So this was kind of like a guerrilla filmmaking, you know, yes. like, you know, yeah. now everything's on a set. Now, you know, that grittiness that you're talking about so polished. Was, was, yes, it was 60 millimeter film, but mm-hmm. yeah, he was also filming in New York. Yeah. You know, there were no sets. Those that was yeah. <laughs> just yeah. as real as it gets, yeah. you know, so and people don't really do that anymore because they need this controlled environment where, you know, everything can be perfect. Yeah. Right. And sometimes when everything's perfect. Yeah, you don't connect with it as well. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. You can you can tell that it's fake. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's a, a like I mean because some of the details are organic like that, mm-hmm. and then some of the details like we were talking about his layer, you know, yeah. like and that like okay, the pinups, and then he's like xed out the genitalia, <laughs> and you see that, and you're like, that's really disturbing, <laughs> like that. Mm. And then there's the dolls and yep. the mannequins everywhere, which we'll get to the mannequins later. Okay. I'm going to put a pin in the mannequins. Pin the mannequins, okay. <laughs> put a pin in that. Maybe but, a nail. Yeah, to, nail, to really secure it on there. <laughs> tap, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like if that movie had been made today, I mean, it probably would have been like this performance that like a lot of indie darling people would be like, oh my gosh, it was so brilliant. It was like yeah. so raw. And it's like... Yeah, and it, he did this in 1980, and yeah. it still holds up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice the, uh, on his wall he had, like, a bunch of keys? Yeah, what's up did with that? Did you notice that? Like, yeah. I sort of took that as, like, those were all, like, hotel room <gasps> keys that he had. So they were Ooh. all, like... Little trophies, you think? Trophy yeah. Women that he had killed and, like, kept the key or whatever. Okay. I, I don't know. Was yeah. that me? Or? No, I think that's a really... That could have been his his motivation behind it, too. He had some weird stuff in that room. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the doll hanging upside down. With oh, yeah, the, that's a particular <laughs> favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's a particularly creepy <laughs> little detail. I was going to ask uh, it. Yeah. Bill about the whole set design. Then he, of course, mentioned the whole thing about the fact that it was basically Joe. Yeah. And then just, one other yeah. guy or whatever, I guess, mm-hmm. he did it. But a lot of that was Joe himself. Yeah. Wow. Just getting into it and 
like yeah. what would this guy have in his yeah. Yeah. little nest, his whole world? And of course the shrine, the altar to mother. <laughs> like, that's when you also know like, oh, we're in trouble. Like that's not normal. Well that yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and telling the lady he's interested in, like, you're almost as beautiful as my mom. Oh yeah. I know. And he says it like with such earnestness too that you're like uh, And she's like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm like, it's what, every, it's what every girl wants to hear. Yeah, yeah. Not a red flag at all. No. Exactly. And that's what's so funny about the film, though, is how it, the movie goes from this one thing and then it hits that whole model thing and like almost like reboots itself into a whole other right. thing. Which, yeah. And course, he becomes very normal. Well, and he yes. does. But yeah. Yeah, even in his normal, he's still not... Like, I would never have been like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll go on a date with you. You right. can call yeah. me and I'll drop everything I'm doing and right. meet you in 15 minutes for dinner right. when I just <laughs> met you. You know, kind of thing, and I mean, you know, it's just, it's just funny because it's like, right? It's Joe. I mean, God rest your soul, and you did a fantastic job. Absolutely. But yeah. you don't look hundred <laughs> percent like the guy I would go out with when I first met you. No. I might want to know you a little bit first before I just agree to go out with you. Well, that's really true. But maybe yeah. the eighties or the nineteen seventy nine eighty back in New York, you just like, well, well you know, okay. they didn't have Tender yet. They didn't right. have yeah, OkCupid. They didn't swiping. have Match. dot com. No. You know, you yeah. had to meet people just if they showed up on your doorstep and yeah. you just happened to take a picture of them yeah. with a kid <laughs> and say like, oh, I was just thinking about you because I just developed that picture. I and accidentally took. And there was something took. about her. I think that was like compelled by him by like how probably how different and strange he was I mean like watching it now uh, as like you know more of an adult person when he's like mansplaining like <laughs> photography to the photographer and it's like oh okay cool story bro but um yeah. like but I also not a red flag like no, I would keep it for myself because it's mine yeah, exactly. and they'll be that way forever yeah exactly <laughs> It's really creepy, but I think that she is like an artist. She was like attracted to like this guy who, um, I, well, because he doesn't like objectify her or anything. So I think that they connected on some sort of level like that. Right. So it makes it makes some he, sense. But he's still a little pushy. Well, yeah. In the way he's like kind of talks to her and gets her to go out and the whole. But you not, know. Oh, but yeah. not pushy in the way that she's probably used to. Exactly. Because yeah. he, so she's like, this he is never like made any sort of sexual advance towards right. her. No, exactly. Um, all he was pushy about was like, hey, let's go out, or hey, let's, I'm just going to show up and... Yeah. Hey, let's <laughs> go to my, mo my mother's let grave. Me in, or hey, <laughs> hey, before <laughs> we go to our weird. date, let's yeah. go to my mom's let's grave. Let's go to my mom's grave. Who I already told you she's prettier than you are, yeah. by the yeah. way. <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah, it's totally and she's fine. Like, yeah. Heck, yeah. She's so sweet. Let's go like, meet mom. <laughs> I thought it was really kind of her to like want yes. to go. She's very accepting. For sure. Well, because she doesn't know what we know. <laughs> like, she, she doesn't know about the shrine at home. I mean, understood. Yeah. You know, yes, we obviously, as viewers, know much more than yeah. she does. But still. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's true. Like, um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, stranger danger nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We know yeah. more yeah. now. And especially in New York. Come on, like you really should have your guard up a little yeah. more. But again, back yeah. then, I mean, it was a lot seedier and all kinds of stuff going on in New York before they cleaned it up. You know, before. Which means you should be extra more. <laughs> 
Extra more careful? Extra more careful? Extra more. Is that, is that right? But she is not <laughs> more from extra. this. Say, say that right for me. Yeah. <laughs> she isn't an American, though, so maybe she's... Oh, okay. She's maybe. a foreigner, so foreigner, they're so just like, oh, yes, sure. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're up over here. Oh, right? <laughs> I'll go to dinner with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, wow, it's, it's like she's right here. That's exactly how it right, works. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Acting! <laughs> And speaking of Mother's Grave, too, I really like that scene in the movie. I love that she fights back and she hits him with the shovel. And that yeah. she's like, she's not, like, she tries to, like, reason with him for a minute. And then she's like, okay, I'm out. Bye. Like, this is crazy. Right. And, of course, just the whole arms through the grave thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. yeah. His, um, he's an unreliable narrator, too, Frank, <laughs> which I love in books <laughs> and in movies. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's another compelling part of of the story is like again not knowing where he's going to go with this or where anything's going to go in the story right good point because it's not wow. like he can have his girl that he's seeing over to the house at any point right yeah that's not yeah. gonna happen not really sure what he thought he was going to do about <laughs> yeah how far was he planning to take right. this relationship right yeah because every other yeah. woman that he meets he just kills he can't immediately so it, you know what Hmm. Told you not to go out at night. It's on the cover Told of the movie. Told you not to go out at night. That's yeah. right. I don't know. It's a good question. I wonder how long he would have you know, kept, kept that going. Kept that going you know? and what would have happened yeah. eventually. Huh. But it's also yeah. nice kind of refreshing that it didn't follow like all the normal. And maybe that. And obviously in 1980, they were still kind of writing all of those. These tropes. Tropes. Yeah. Exactly. But you it know. doesn't follow where you but think it it's going to go. Yeah. You know, that doesn't really happen. So I like that. That was a nice, and ple the whole thing pleasant though, surprise. But it's funny <laughs> that the whole, she got introduced just because they needed the money right to finish the film. Yeah. And that, that's how the whole thing even started. Right. You know, so like, like, it's almost like what would have happened. What was the original script without her? Yeah. Like what would have yeah. happened? Oh, it's so enriched the script to like you know? have her character in there and take it to that point. Definitely. Especially with that song. Especially. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have going to a showdown. Especially when I'm going to a showdown. showdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Like, it was, you know, like, what are they talking so about? Good. Like, you know. So good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even, I don't even know what you, like, you had mentioned, like, maybe it's like a metaphor in a way, or. I see it as foreshadowing. Or foreshadowing. Yeah. Or as, and I think Bill is like, 50 bucks, yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't know of it like yeah. that. And now when you watch the movie, and like especially like on a rewatch, you're like, it's going down. It's about to all go down. So yeah, yeah it's pretty telling. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but that's funny. And you also can't uh, can't be mad about Tom Savini's hair in that movie. No, hell no. No, you can't be mad about yeah, that. Yeah, great I mean, hair in that Disco movie. Disco Boy was amazing. Disco Boy. Right? Yeah. Yep. You know. That's a great scene in general, just that whole... Mm. His machismo and the way he was just yes. dancing around the car quickly to get her, you know, and, and the whole, that whole scene. Yeah. You come here often? Or what, what did she say yeah. to him? He's like, oh, yeah, all the time. Or whatever it was. Yeah, like that, you know? he's yeah. kind of like, let's like, get to this. Like he's admitting, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I bring all my girls here. Yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. Thing, and I like the... I have a boyfriend. Uh, what, what, what was it? <laughs> Not here. Do you want to meet me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to meet me later or, you know? Yeah. Where? In the back seat. In the back seat, yeah. <laughs> yep. Mom's sleepy. She's like, okay. Yeah, she's like, yeah, sure. After just telling her she's got a boyfriend yeah. and yeah. she shouldn't be there. Yep. She's like, yeah, I'm not busy. It's cool. And then to the back seat they go. Not for long, though. Not for long. 
Nope. <laughs> yeah, also watching that scene, I was reflecting back. I was like, wow, Cars back seats were huge. They were bigger back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. You could fit like a whole Tom Savini and a like a grown woman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. That was a good size. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely doing that in a Prius. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which I have a Prius. I have a Prius I didn't seat. know that. My car is awesome. It's, I didn't know it's that. black and hot pink. Wanda seen it. But can you make can you make babies in the back seat? <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Is that episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole other. Coming up next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just a yes or no question. <laughs> Jeez. Then let's go Make with no. In a Prius. <laughs> let's go with no. No, okay. Let's go with All no. Right. All right. Um, so. Are they hybrids if they do? They are hybrids. The kids. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The children are hybrids if it works. Yeah. Um, so when we were talking about the grittiness, yeah. and it reminds me, because we've talked a little bit about this too, about how real life scary kind of Frank is and a lot of the scenarios in the movie like obviously when the girl's getting off work and she goes down to the subway that's like really freaking scary because that's like real life that's something that happens to people every day um same thing with i mean obviously for the sex workers that's completely horrifying that's their you know right. real life uh same thing with you know he takes the necklace he pockets the necklace as an excuse to follow her and she's clearly like okay like thanks Bye. And it's like, oh gosh, like that is, that's real life. Like that's how people really do this. And I think that's that added level of discomfort, hmm. a little tension. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very effective. Yeah, no. Like I said, I, the whole point of that grittiness and all that things you mentioned is like almost yeah. like you're l looking into something happening. Yes. Like a real life, you know, type scenario. Right. And, I don't know. When things are grittier, it's just almost like you're really looking at something for real. Yeah. Versus yeah. that whole polished look of right. today. Absolutely. And that's why things things like that, and even things like the cannibal, well, cannibal holocaust, there are some real things in that. <laughs> but, you know, but the things, Fortunately. Yes, but those yeah. things that are grittier, you know, like that, it's almost like you think you're looking at something real versus, you, like, you know. You shouldn't it's be plausible. watching this. You know, you're yeah. like, I could see this happening. I know yeah. it's not real, usually. So, but, yeah, yeah, so it, like, but I, I can see you. this happening. Yeah, like, and you're like, this, I shouldn't be watching this. Like, this is bad. Like, and this is too real. Uh, yeah. No. So, you're saying, like, Maniac is like a serial killer handbook? Kind um, of? Like, how, kind of? How, yes. How, yeah. How to guide. How to guide. Exactly. <laughs> and it's all just. Steel necklace. Yes. <laughs> Return necklace. Exactly. <laughs> She'll let you in every time. Oh, and then, um, like, that was one of those things I didn't know about that on doors back then, mm. like, that you could. Oh, God, that's Push scary. The button into, yeah, yeah, and then you can just, like, let yourself in. It's like, well, that's a design flaw. Glad we kind of <laughs> did away with right. those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, I mean, and then just the fact you have Joe doing that breathing, yeah, and the scene oh. towards the beginning when he's on, when he's choking the girl and he's on oh top of her. Oh my gosh! And it takes so long. And just his, yeah. his face, and he's all sweaty, and the hair, and the heavy breathing. It's just, yeah. you know, it's. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of anything more horrifying 
as a person. It's like a slow but death. To, to yeah. have that as your final. That's your, yeah, that's your yes. death. <laughs> Being choked that's out the last by this. thing you see before you die is yeah. Joe Spinell <laughs> choking you <laughs> out. Choking you out, man. Yep. Yeah. And a very sweaty. And, and a sweaty, breathing. breathing one. <laughs> so. That, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> you know, bad. I'm probably going to have nightmares tonight. I, yeah. I'd, ra- I'd, ra- I'd rather have a clown or a Skeksy, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, take me out. <laughs> so, you know, but. I'm actually going to pick Ooh, Joe. What about a, cl- what about a clown? Sexy. There you go. Oh, like a, little, a little nose on the end of a horrifying beak. Right? Yeah. A little hat. Uh, yeah. What would that sound like? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying sound, to think. Like, it would sound like my nightmares. Yeah, like a horn honky sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like trauma. That's what it sounds like. Chamberlain. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I love talking to Bill and hearing about uh, the controversy. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's. That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> like especially back then. Now yep. any troll can get on a message board and threaten right. to kill somebody. Yeah. It's old news. Yeah. But like somebody had to sit down and write a letter. <laughs> like they this meant is it. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, and the fact that the, the lady pro- protesting ended up being a murderer. A murderer. Yeah. 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 Some interesting yeah, so. stuff going on back then. Yeah. I and mean, those are like right. stories you're not going to hear anywhere else. No, he's not telling that, that to yeah. Yeah. To everybody. Like not even special feature stuff. That's like, you know, that's like cult show exclusive. Cult exclusive. We broke it here first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what happens on the couch does not stay. No, exactly. <laughs> In this room. Yeah. No, yeah, it's we're horrors. Just get it out there. Yeah. So. yeah. Hor- horror horrors. Yeah. Horror horrors. There you Death go. Guilty. Yeah, yeah definitely. That was good. So um well, I don't know, should we talk about the ending? Yeah, for sure, please. Okay, because the end of this movie is probably a huge part of why I love it. I okay. love the end of this movie. That he gets his comeuppance, or? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like, you know, like whenever somebody puts a piece of art out there, a movie, TV show, you never know how people are going to interpret it, but like, I, I see it like in a really cool feminist way myself. Okay. That, um, you know, he has this like weird relationship with females kind of a phobia yeah yeah and like all this stuff with mom which is totally understandable because she was horrible and then like they all just like get him and they tear him apart (laughs) but it's like it's wonderful because it's not really happening right i don't know yeah no i agree i agree 100 i mean in his mind they all get revenge i can't really think of a movie that does that like that right where i mean the because he knows he's guilty and yeah. that's like why they're doing it. It's because he, like you said, like he's like, oh, I've done so wrong, so they're gonna get me. Right. And they do. Yeah. But they, and they get him good. Yeah. But instead. In his he, mind. In his mind. Yep. And then he obviously, you know, has kind of an impalement that happens. But um, he's still kicking, <laughs> like at the very end. I guess. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I, I always really love this movie because it just always seemed really grisly and. Yeah. You know, and just like. You're watching something you, like you said you shouldn't be watching, and yeah. Tom Savini again. I can't say how much I love Tom Savini. We love him a lot. So we do. We love you so hard, Tom. Yeah, Tom, really. Tom, so hard. Tom, so hard. Why did I? Why did I know that was coming? So why did I know you were gonna take it there <laughs> so to that place? So hard. <laughs> That's okay. He's not. Stopping. At least it was Caleb and not me. So <laughs> hard. <You know? laughs> yeah, you guys change it up. We did. We changed yeah. it up. So yeah. you, you don't know which one of us is going to be the most perverted. So. No, it's, <laughs> it's like so a happy fun. day for you. Exactly. Mm. Today was my turn. Yeah, it was your turn. <laughs> you 
You flipped the coin, so. <laughs> Whiskey. Whiskey, yeah, that's good. Dude. And wine. Yeah. Oh, okay, so Maniac, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, um, we both like the film a lot. Yep. We talked about it. Um, Love the creepy weird poster, too. So gross. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about it. And then here's actually, this is the, the Blu-ray, again, that uh, Bill's company, Blue Underground, put out, which we'll have a nice big picture of it, like, between us right here. So we got out of the way to have it. Uh, but it's got the cool lenticular. You can't really see it from there, but it's got a pretty neat lenticular. Of, it's there. Of uh, the bulge. The bulge. <laughs> the bulge. Yeah. yeah. And the knife I, I, and the scalp. I say bulge. Bill says erection, but I... Yeah. Know. Bulge sounds worse. It sounds worse, makes, doesn't yeah. it? Well, I, I just don't see an erection there. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't see an outline it's of... It's interpretive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either way, it, there's something there. Yeah. yeah. No, no, there's absolutely something there, but... Yeah. And a lot of blood, just, and like a little, a little button issue, yep. and like the belt and the, fl it's not good. It's very. It's, I mean, it's so bad. It's good. And yeah. he's got a lot of veins in his hand. But, but yeah. it's a great poster. <laughs> it, <laughs> it really is a great poster. It is though. It's brilliant. <laughs> I, I had that poster in my in my office at home. That of course Bill signed for me. The what? It's an original 1980 mm -hmm. poster. It's right above his bed. <laughs> It's on the ceiling. You're looking down so. at you. The bulge yeah, looks exactly. down the at you. Yeah, exactly. The bulge looks down at me. Can so. I have it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut out just the bulge for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And then you're gonna be like him with the genitalia missing on the That's picture. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All thanks to Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think your I husband's do. letting you come back here ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think the authorities are gonna let me come back. I think here we ever ruined again. her. <laughs> yeah. They have to find you first. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and you know what? They won't down here. Neil, you better hope she never disappears. <laughs> Suspect <laughs> number one. Shit. <laughs> Damn. I wouldn't. We talk a big game. Sandra, I will, I will protect you because I love you. You know what? I, don't, I just want to say one last time. Well, that won't be my last time, but horror fans who love this kind of stuff. We, yeah. you know, we love this stuff because we are able to be in touch with our more fantastical, yeah. what, scary sides, whatever, but yeah. ultimately we're like the kindest, you know, most I'm gentle people. I'm a vegetarian, for God's sake. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm Should scared of you even more now. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot, a lot of horror fans are vegetarians and vegans, too. Yeah. That's true, there are, yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. So there you go. We are gentle folks. We are. We're fans. like the Gelflings. <laughs> so we're very, well, you know, out of one, two, three, four, five, six people here, two of two of them here are vegetarians. So that's right. Pretty good odds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, a third. I'm yeah. okay with being a Gelfling. That's good math. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Anything else you want to say about the film? Let me I close. Mean, I I think it's pretty clear. I love it. Yeah, it's a, I, I, mean, I love it too. It's yeah. a great film. Oh, I think it's Having cool. Bill here was freaking awesome. Talking really, to him. really cool. You, like you, do, you don't get that opportunity every day. No, we do not. No, because people are busy. He's busy, dude. Busy guy, still yeah. working. Got projects so, going. Yeah. So okay, Maniac, uh, go check it out again if you haven't yet. It's fantastical. Again, there's a 4K release out there. Mm -hmm. Or if you really got really gritty, go find yourself a VHS. Like we have, go check that out. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's also more. it's also available on Amazon Prime right now. If you have Amazon, a, okay. If you oh. have a Prime account, so cool. That's where I watched it. Watch it. It's good for you, and take your children for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine for the whole family. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bring your hooker mistress. <laughs> <laughs>
Sandra, again, would you mind maybe filling some folks in about John Junkies, where they can find yeah, you? Yeah, of course. You can find us wherever your better podcasts are located. So Apple, Spotify, all those things. Um, genre Junkies, that's with a G and a J. <laughs> all the places where one, all the places where one has social media, except Facebook, <laughs> we don't have one of those. So not Facebook. No. Okay, not one of you the biggest ones. You can even listen to it on YouTube. Yeah. On YouTube? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I did not know that. That's a good thing. I like to learn things. Great. Nor I. So you have a channel? Is it John Junkie's channel? Yeah, it's not um, any visual. It's just the audio. But a lot yeah. of people like to um, enjoy podcasts that way through um, huh. through YouTube. That's how they do it. So Learning. we're like, oh, cool. Well, we can we can help you with that. So of course, so we raise a don't forget, <laughs> and you you can find us <laughs> the uh, uh, the cult film series again, where we watch movies live on Thursday Thursdays. I can't even talk anymore. On, I might, you know, uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Thursdays yeah. <laughs> on uh, at the Rocky. Thank you very much. Uh, we we uh, show movies and we talk before the films, and then we of course um, have uh, the cult show which has the usual Instagram and Facebook. We have Facebook and Twitter. Um, and those will kind of flash up over here. Find those in the description below. If you're listening to us on podcast, by the way, hello, podcast. We never actually say hi to the podcast people. I know. I feel, but, I feel really left out. Hi, Potters. Yay. I like <laughs> how it. Are you, how are you guys doing? Thank you for Pod listening people. to us. This is just for you right now, the podcast listeners. You can find us, of course, on Apple and Stitcher and Spotify and, like you said, wherever it else. All your fine podcasts are sold. Yeah. So, that's it. Um, I think that's everything. And, oh, you know what? You can actually email us at info at the cult show com. If I can? You can. <laughs> wow. I know. It's this newfangled thing they invented. Yeah. It's um, called AOL. <laughs> <laughs> the cult show at AOL.com. Yeah. Uh, it's actually the cold show. No, info at the cold show dot com. Yeah. Find out how to be in our studio audience. Because you want to be here. You do. That's it's good. Instant, you want to be here. Instant messages. <laughs> Go back 15 years and your name is. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Freddy. Freddy fan. Six nine six nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That'd be like a pretzel. <laughs> You really can't eat these and talk at the same you time. You really can't. That, I don't like, know even how, holding it, there's like crumbs uh, everywhere. I don't know how Bill did that. <laughs> well, he's a veteran. Yeah. Yeah. Years of practice. That is a <laughs> skill. Eating pretzels on camera is a skill. Yeah. I don't know how he did that. <laughs> anyway. All right. So if you're listening on podcasts, thank you very much. If you're watching us on YouTube, we apologize <laughs> for spitting pretzels at you. <laughs> Caleb, what, what do you say? <laughs> Like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Yay. That's all we got to say. Wanda, Michael, Steven, thank you guys for being here. We appreciate it. Guys and gals, excuse me. Other than that, thanks for watching and listening. Talk to you soon. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.